0: Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga Athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. I'm Chris Goforth, glad to be with you. Look, the weather outside has not been good over the last week or so. It's been cold. We've had snow. It's been brutally cold, let's be honest. Let's turn our thoughts towards kind of a warmer sport, shall we? Let's talk a little bit of Chattanooga golf. Uh, we're gonna visit with men's and women's uh, head golf coaches, Colette Murray of the uh, women's team will join us. Blaine Woodruff, who's the head coach of the men's team. He'll be with us as well. And um, We look forward to being able to chat with both of them coming up today here on Mox on the Mic. As always, want to remind you, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Mox on the Mic. We really appreciate that, and we love getting your five-star ratings and reading your reviews. So make sure that you do that. Right now, let's talk a little bit of Chattanooga Golf. We'll start, ladies first, we'll start with Colette Murray, head women's golf coach here at UTC. Coach, appreciate the time as always. Now, before we get to what's coming up for you guys in the spring, give us a little recap of of how things went in the um in the fall for you guys. You finished up at Mercer and and finished up pretty strong, but kind of recap how things went in the the fall semester.
1: Um yeah, we had a we had a really positive fall. Um typical typical coach Always unsatisfied, though. Um, we really feel like we should have got the win at Mercer. So it was it was a bit of a, a disappointing end. But upon reflection, um, you know, we think that that was probably just the right thing. That uh, instead of ending on a high and then perhaps, you know, sailing through the, the winter months, um, we didn't. And we felt that defeat and how much we did not enjoy that and it's i think what is drive the driving force for for the team right now which is which is a positive thing
0: who was the most consistent golfer for you through the fall
1: uh we had four players that really were very consistent and probably the 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 not the biggest surprise because of the talent that she has but the remarkable improvement that she's made from uh, where she was before and where she is now. That would be Mackenzie Cooper, our transfer from Colorado. Um, she's a kid from Arizona who um, just is, is – she's got so much potential and obviously got her win, first college win, at the the EV Dome up at Old Dominion. Um, but I really uh, – we really believe that she's she's not even really begun to, to tap into her her real potential
0: um how much time has this group had in in chattanooga how how many of uh on this roster are returning from a year ago because it it does look like some new names here
1: yeah we have uh, got some new names we've got a pretty new squad uh we had a really really nice group of girls last year uh, there was just a real lack of uh, desire to to win and to grow and get better on a daily basis. So we really felt like we needed to get some new blood in here and um, it really has paid off. We've got an entirely different squad um, and every every single one of them wants to grow and get better on a daily basis. So the only two that, that have returned are Kera Healy and Nieves Martin.
0: What's the focus like for you guys right now in anticipation of getting the spring semester underway uh, or the spring season underway on February
1: 23rd? Sorry, what was the question?
0: Yeah, what's the lead up like? What's the itinerary like? What are you guys working on between now and and when you get back into competition on the
1: 23rd? Well, it's a pretty slow week this week, um, (laughs) but I do know that they're in the indoor. Uh, I do know that for a fact, so that's that's good. Um, No... I mean, this is this is a rough time of the year for for a lot of you know for everybody, um especially in the south. They're not really used to having this kind of weather and can't get out on the golf course. But fortunately, we have the indoor facility which they have access to twenty four seven. And our official practice doesn't start until next week. Um. Just because it's such a long spring as it is, we we really only ever start in the spring one month out from our first competition. So our first competition is the twenty first, twenty second of February. So we'll start a pra- official practice on Monday, and that gives us four weeks to to prepare and get ready. So what they're doing right now is it's just kind of a continuation of what we were doing November, December. Working on on some things individually that that needed worked on, and um, it's it's a it's a good time for them as individuals to be di- delving into things that that maybe we need to tidy up um, before we get started with the official team practices.
0: I, I want to get to your schedule, but I, I kind of want to start at the end with with the Chattanooga Classic, which will be your last event in April before. The Southern Conference uh, championships get underway. Uh, a little bit about the classic. Who's going to be here? Where is it taking place? Tell us about that event.
1: Well, my list is in the office. <laughs> so, uh, off the top of my head, who's coming? Um, we've got Michigan, Iowa, um, MTSU, ETSU, South Florida, Xavier. Um, there's 16 teams. Wow. Uh, so some teams, San Antonio, they're coming back. I'm trying to think of teams that have been here in the past and the ones that we've added. It continues to grow and get better every year, which is which is great. The, the The field gets stronger year by year. Um. So yeah, we we love having that. We love being at Council Fire. They really want to have us, which makes a a real difference in in hosting. Um. So we're yeah we're we're always excited to be at home and give the people here an opportunity to come out and watch us play
0: all right talk a little bit about uh, the rest of this schedule now once you get started down in Georgia uh, towards the end of February
1: yeah going down back down to Reynolds uh, Lake for the uh, Mercer Invitational there playing at Great Waters they have an LPGA event on that golf course so it's nice for the girls to to get access to that quality of course and then after that, we're instead of going out to Arizona for Notre Dame's event, they actually canceled their event just because it was so expensive. Um, it, was, it was a really good event for us, but um, it was an expensive thing. So they, they've just actually got rid of that event entirely. So we're going to be returning down to North Florida's event down in Jacksonville. And then we turn around and we go down to Jacksonville State for them for their three-day event and after that we have spring break so still trying to determine what we're going to do for that week if we're going to go down to Florida and spend some time down there practicing I I think it just depends on what we think the weather is going to be like here because if we don't need to go down there and we can enjoy our own facility and um, we've got such a wonderful facility here that we love being at it um. But if the weather is going to be rotten, then it might be worth going down and um, getting some really solid practice days in there as a as a squad. Uh, and then from there, depending on what we're going to do, if we're going to be here or already down there, uh, we've got Western Kentucky's event in Days City at La- Lake Jovita. Um, haven't been to that one. That was actually the tournament we were on our way to, in. 2020 when I got the yeah, call I remember from Mark that. Horton saying return back to campus everything's shutting down so uh, don't know what the golf course is like uh, but it's um, it's a good event it's a it's a good field uh, so we're we're excited to be down there down in Florida a couple of times this spring before returning home for our home event.
0: Tell us a little bit about the way the conference is shaping up. How much do you know about the the competition uh, around the rest of the Southern Conference?
1: Competition strong, uh, always is. Uh, Furman again. I mean, they've got one of the top forty players in the world playing on their teams, so they're always going to be a contender. Um, but we did we did beat them for the first time in a while uh, this fall, which we were we were excited about, um, and it was on a golf course very similar to the course that we will play at conference. So that was a that was a confidence booster for the for the team. Uh, Mercer's always strong. ETSU is young but they are strong. Um, and then Western Carolina, they they had a really good year last year and I don't think they've lost anyone. So uh, women's golf in the Southern Conference, men's golf in the Southern Conference is is tough and it's great for the conference it's great for us to have that kind of competition and so we'll just take one day at a time and when we get to conference we'll do the same thing take one day at a time and hopefully we can be victorious this year because it's been it's been a while.
0: Coach looking forward to uh, kind of following you guys uh through the spring and uh, I know we'll chat chat again before the uh, Southern Conference Championships be looking forward to it.
1: Thank you, Chris. Thanks for
0: having us. Thanks to Colette for uh, giving us a little bit of time this week, and let's visit now with Blaine Woodruff. Blaine is the uh, men's coach at Chattanooga. They are coming off a fantastic fall. Here's our conversation with Blaine Woodruff. Coach, uh, appreciate the time. It's always good to uh, we get a chance to to visit for a little bit. If you uh, if you will take just a uh, a little bit of time I don't know that we've had a chance to talk since uh, earlier back in the fall but just kind of uh, recap a little bit about how things went in the fall for you guys
2: yeah thanks Chris Um, I I think we got to chat briefly uh, before the Furman football game that was kind of still in the middle of the fall for us but um, overall it was it was a solid start to the year. Solid fall. We had um, two team wins, two runner ups as a team, and then two individual wins as well. And uh, nine of our ten guys got to get to play and got some playing time this fall. So, um, you know, definitely stuff we need to work on and, and things we need to get better at. But um, overall, it was it was a great
0: fall. There is not a there w- was not a day where you guys did not finish in the top ten. Uh, or in the top five rather that has to make you feel good going into the spring does it uh, when you're you've been that consistent
2: yeah yeah it does and I, and I think that really that right there kind of speaks volumes to um just the the, the discipline and the efficiency that our guys are showing at home and practice and um, just competing on a day-to-day basis, whether it's qualifying or whether it's practice, whether we're just playing. I mean, and basically everything that the guys do, I mean, they're, they're bought in and, and they're bringing it every single day. And I think that that's, that's translating over to uh, once tournament time comes. So, um, you know, their, their confidence and belief is, is building and, and, you know, we're just going to continue to do the same things that we've been doing this fall, this spring and, and kind of see what happens.
0: You finished first uh, up in Wisconsin, you, you, you finished first in Cincinnati, you were second at Furman and, uh, and second at the Steelwood Collegiate uh, down in Alabama. A little bit about the competition you, you faced.
2: Yeah, all four um, kind of different fields with different different teams that were there, um, but but really good events and, and different parts of the country too. I mean, as, as you said, two in the Midwest, um, two in the southeast, so that's getting on different types of grasses, different types of golf course, um, and, and and I thought the guys handled it handled it really well, and, and really that's what we're trying to do and we're going to continue to do in the spring is we ha- we have a very national schedule, and so um, getting the guys experiences, uh, different parts of the country, seeing teams that we normally wouldn't see kind of in our regional area here and um, preparing ourselves the best we can for, for being able to make a run in postseason.
0: What is more important to you? Is it more important about going up against good competition, seeing some power five teams, or is it about trying to get your guys on a course that you think will challenge them? What What is your thoughts when it comes into trying to put a schedule together?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I I think it's changed a little bit
0: here in, in my year and a half of being
2: here. I mean, last year, um, our schedule wasn't quite as strong but I think that as a team we kind of needed to start believing in ourselves and so it was a little bit um, weaker if you could say that as as far as like strength of field goes um, but we're not there anymore I mean our guys believe and so we've we've kind of stepped it up this year as far as the teams that we're playing and, and the fields that we've entered in for our schedule and um, so now it's about going out and proving it I mean I, I, that's been our big thing this year we we started the fall off by talking about that that um, last year was not uh, the Cinderella story that everybody talked about that that we're here to stay and um, we're going to go out and prove that to everybody this year
0: you know we're sitting here today and, and I guess the the, the big story uh, across the area is is the weather it's snow it's ice it's freezing cold temperatures over the next, you know, 24 hours plus, how does that affect you guys? How does Chattanooga golf deal with bad weather situation? Not, I mean, this is really bad weather. If you (laughs) want to get out and chase a golf ball around, how do you guys deal with that?
2: Yeah. Well, Chris, it it goes back to, um, you know, one of our kind of core principles of our team is, is controlling what you can control. And obviously, um, this this weather right now is is not in our control we we had practice last Friday kind of before all of this came in and um, it wasn't very pretty that day either I think it was like 38 and rainy and windy and um, it was a great day to to practice and, and, and work on kind of embracing the elements because we're gonna we're gonna see that this spring we're gonna be on the coast of South Carolina three times in the spring and um, all before April and, and you never know what you're gonna get there you could get 60 and sunny and you could get 38 and um, windy and rainy. So it's a lot about kind of building that attitude here at home um, as far as like embracing it and understanding that it's going to be difficult for everybody. And I feel like if we, if we go in with that mindset this spring, um, then we're going to have teams beat before we even hit a shot. And so trying to kind of encourage that and ingrain that here at home while we can, uh, even when the weather's tough is only going to help us uh, moving forward.
0: Um, look, Paul Conroy is off to another good start. He, he had a really good fall. You and I have talked about him before. Is it safe to say, is Paul, has he been the most consistent guy that you've seen? Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, probably
2: um at the same time I mean Sam Espinosa and and John Hauk as well um they've they've both been very consistent I mean Sam Sam won at Aaron Hills um and then finished finished third in Cincinnati and um played well at Furman and then struggled a little bit in Alabama but he's been pretty consistent as well and then John John the same I mean he's He's been a top 10 machine and then almost won down in Alabama, uh, kind of had an unfortunate 17th hole to end up finishing uh, second runner up. But, um, yeah, those three guys, they've, they've been steady for us. Um, they've, they've been leaders for us both both on and off the golf course. Um, but, yeah, excited about those three guys, but excited about the rest of the team, too, because those guys they have done a good job pushing the rest of the team to to be better and, and vice versa. Those guys have pushed these three. So, um, yeah, really
0: excited. We've talked about Sam and and Paul before. Tell us a little bit about John. How did uh, how did he end up at, at Chattanooga, and, and what's it been like for him? Obviously, he uh, he finished uh, really strong in the fall. Yeah,
2: John, local kid um, from Athens, Tennessee, started at Tennessee Wesleyan and uh, came on board right when I did, and uh, transferred in, and he's. He's just a he's a gritty competitor. Um uh, not, not a big guy. I mean, he's he's probably 5-8, but um he's he's got he's got the heart of a champion and and the kid never gives up and, and he's he's a guy that you definitely don't want to be playing against. He's a guy that you love on your team but you hate playing and um you know that's that's every coach's dream right there. So Um, he's, he's definitely got what it takes both physically, but especially mentally stuff that you just, you just can't teach. And, um, yeah, he's, he's a real, real pleasure to, to coach.
0: So you, you guys get the spring portion underway. You mentioned uh, going to South Carolina a few minutes ago. You go to Johns Island uh, in the early part of February. Uh, the battle at Briar's Creek gets it started. Um, a little bit about that uh, that event uh, hosted by the College of Charleston. And what do you expect?
2: Yeah, um, it's, it's a great event. This whole spring is, is, is all new events for us, at least since I've been here. Um, so Definitely mixing it up a little bit schedule wise, but Briar's is gonna be a great event. A couple SEC, a couple ACC schools there. A um, couple really solid mid majors in the southeast, so it'll it'll be a good test to to get going. And and, and like I said a little bit earlier, um, you know, on the coast in South Carolina, first week of February, you never really know what you're gonna get weather wise. So um, you know, I expect a good test, but. Our, our guys we we had all 10 guys play and in, in some type of individual event um not associated with the school over the break which is great because um it, it can be a little tough when when your last events at the end of october and, and you don't play competitively until until february um to kind of shake the rust off but um everybody played in something or multiple events and so that was really good to see, uh, as a coach, cause they were able to kind of continue that from the fall and kind of bridge that gap before February. So we'll, we'll get going with qualifying here starting next week and, um, kind of get the competitive juices going again. And, um, yeah, looking forward to the opportunity at Briars.
0: I was looking at your schedule yesterday, just kind of in, in, in anticipation of us talking today, uh, the Western intercollegiate in Santa Cruz, California, um, Is that going to be on, uh, is that going to be on the golf channel? Yes. Yes,
2: it will. The Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right after the masters, it's a, it's an awesome event. It's a, it's actually a six count five event. Normally we play five guys. You count the low four scores, that one's six count five. And um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be televised all three days on the golf channel in prime time from um, 7.00 PM to 10.00 PM Eastern time. So uh, that'll be a great opportunity for our guys. We've, We've never been on, on TV before. We went there a couple times when I was at Pepperdine, and uh, it's, it's a fantastic event. It's a, it's a really, really stacked field. So um, really, really good opportunity for us heading into conference and postseason at the end of the spring. How does
0: it work in college golf? Are you reaching out to these different events saying, we want to come, we will come? Do they approach you? How does that work? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, reaching out,
2: trying to get into events. Uh, a, a lot of it's just kind of connections with the other coaches. That one, uh, the one we we're talking about, Tiempo, the Western Collegiate. Um, John Kennedy, who's the coach at San Jose State, they're the host school. Uh, he, he was, he still is a good friend of mine, but we were close when I was out there on the West Coast at Pepperdine. and um, Honestly, I wasn't even looking at getting into that event. He called me and and asked me, he said, hey, do you guys, you guys want to come play Tiempo? And um, he's like, do you need, you need a little time to think about it? I'm like, no, no, I don't need time to think about it. I'm like, <laughs> count us in and put us on the list. We're, we're in. So, um, yeah, really, really
0: excited about that. You guys are also playing in, a, in an event hosted by Stanford at pa- in Palm Desert, California. Which course is that? What do you anticipate there? So PGA West
2: Norman Course, um, part of the, the PGA West system. It's it's a great course. It's very demanding, um, but it, it's it'll definitely show who the best team is. And um, the exciting part about that one is, I think there's 15 teams in the top 30 that are going to be playing that event. It's a it's a large field. Normally, most most of our events have probably 12 to 16 teams. I think that one's got 26. So um, it's it's going to be a really good opportunity for us to. Like I said before, see see some teams that we probably won't normally see at least until like regionals or NCAA's, and and I think it'll really be a good kind of litmus test for us to see how we stack up, especially in an area that we don't play much golf in. But um, the going to California twice, I mean, that's that's all kind of with the the postseason um, mindset thinking about that because we have. We have two regional sites that we could possibly get sent to. Ones in Northern California, ones in Southern California, and, and our NCAA championship has moved to to San Diego now. So, the more comfortable we can get with with going out there and playing those types of courses, the uh, the less of an unknown or kind of doubt that we'll have
0: uh, once we get to that point in our season. Yeah, I guess this is kind of some uncharted territory for Chattanooga Golf. How familiar are you with those California coaches uh, courses?
2: Uh, I think we played both of those events every year, all five years that I was at Pepperdine. So, so very familiar, um, got a lot of course knowledge and, um, on both of those courses. So, so we'll see, we'll see, uh, we'll see if I can do my job. I, I know the guys will be ready to go and, and
0: see if I can help them out a little bit. Well, coach, this is uh, man, this, this is awesome. Again, I want to remind folks Uh, As Coach just mentioned, the Monday after the Masters, that will be April the 15th, you will be able to watch Chattanooga Golf on the Golf Network against uh, in the uh, in the Western Intercollegiate from Santa Cruz, California. And again, that starts uh, tax day. Uh, Monday, April the fifteenth, Coach. Uh, we'll try to mention that a couple of more times between now and then. Maybe, uh, maybe we can get a chance to, to do this again sometime. And uh, uh, before you guys head to Santa Cruz to uh, remind folks a little bit about that, because I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to uh, want to watch you guys on TV. And I, I think that's uh, I think that's awesome. Best of luck, continued success, and uh, we'll do this again.
2: Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you.
0: Hey, thanks to both head coaches for being with us this week. Thanks to our producer, Tate Johnson, for making all of this go and putting this together each and every week. Thanks to you for being with us as well. Make sure you tell a friend about Mox on the Mic. Until next time, so long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.